It's another inspirational hashtag hired mini-sode, a real bite-sized success story straight from the VertForce community. I'm your host, Kimber Hill. Mill spouse Anna Connie Walters is a small business owner who needed to pivot to remote work when the COVID-19 pandemic put her stand-up paddleboard fitness business on hold. Her household needed two incomes, and moving from one island to another, Anna Connie knew how limited jobs were in Hawaii and expected the search to be that much more challenging when she went Okonis to Japan. After joining VertForce, Anna Connie got hashtag hired in not only one amazing remote opportunity, but two. She didn't look at getting a part-time job as a failure or a letdown for her own business, but she looked at it as a passion to do whatever it takes to keep her business alive and thriving. Let's hear firsthand from Anna Connie about how her two new gigs are making it possible for her to pursue her dreams. Welcome to the Hashtag Hired Minisode. Each week, we're sharing your Hashtag Hired success stories. I heard about VertForce through a fair that was held here in Okinawa, Japan. The first year I got here, I got here around June, and the fair was somewhere in the fall of 2019. It was put on by Hiring Our Heroes, and they were just part of one of the segments that we got introduced to. And that's how I learned about VertForce in the beginning. VertForce helped me by opening me up to just a new world of networking. The main thing that I got from being part of VertForce in terms of following them on social media, looking at their dashboard online was literally the job leads, the simplicity of being able to look for jobs that were specific to not just the military, but for me specifically Oconus friendly, because that was my biggest challenge is that on island, it was super competitive with a small handful of jobs for just a ton of spouses that were coming at the same time or were already here. And for me to be able to kind of eliminate the job researching of places that would be willing to hire not just a military spouse, but someone that was overseas was such a huge relief. So then at that point, it was just literally looking at which job I could potentially match my skill set to. I did follow through with the email once I got the interview originally, and I ended up actually looking through the how to ace your virtual interview. And I really took it to heart. It wasn't very long. I didn't think so. I mean, it, you know, it did take some time to set aside to actually go through all the segments, but I thought they were pretty helpful. I mean, I'm not a spring chicken, so I've interviewed a bunch of times and my mom worked for the unemployment development department. So she always, when I was in high school, used to make me do mock interviews. So I was pretty comfortable in an interview setting but I just watched it just to be thorough. And the tips that I mainly took from the actual segments were the lighting, not really, you know, that was a huge thing that I just didn't really think about. So I really had to change and adjust the computer, even though it wasn't where I would normally sit for the job itself. I did adjust it just to have a plain background that wouldn't distract the interviewers. I did work on the lighting. She recommended just a simple blazer on top of like a camisole or a blouse. 
I did do that too, just to look professional. And then um, I pulled my hair up just because that was also one of the recommendations just to kind of not have it down is just kind of have it pulled up. And so whether it helped me or not, I mean, it couldn't made it, you know, it couldn't have done anything to make it worse. (laughs) That would have been on me. But yeah, I mean, it was great. I felt great in the interview. I felt prepared. And so I really recommend the how to ace your interview at minimum. I actually was hired originally by Simpler Flex in March of 2020. So that was about, you know, a little bit after I started to join Vert Forces kind of community and get the job lead. I happened to just be scrolling through Facebook and that's kind of how I landed that job. And uh, I've been working that ever since, but recently I was emailed by um, one of the recruiters for Simpler Flex. And she mentioned that she thought I would be a good fit for the current job that I'm in, which is for the ad junkies. And I looked over it and I wasn't on radar really with it, but I looked at the job description that the board had and submitted my request to get more additional information and the actual application The funny story was, is that originally when I got the first email from the recruiter, Jess, I actually missed the deadline. By the time I actually looked at it, the deadline had pretty much already passed. I was like, ah, bummer. But I had already started to look at the job description. So I kind of was like, ah, that would have maybe worked for me. I think that would have actually really been a good fit. And funny enough, literally one week later, I got an email from Verbforce saying that the job line had extended for this specific position and the requirements had been reduced for the application itself. So what was reduced, the job skill set that they were like, you no longer need to have experience in this to apply. I actually did have experience in, so it kind of was a bonus for me to apply. And I was super just happy that the recruiters actually did have been looking at our resumes. I've been applying to a bunch of jobs and just been passed over. Thank you for applying. We just had a ton of qualified applicants and we decided to go with somebody else kind of emails. And to know that even though I'm getting those emails, that they are in the background still remembering people and their job skill sets. So as jobs are coming through, they're considering us. So that just was like blew my mind. And that's how I got hired at the Ad Junkies. My job title with Simpler Flex is a customer service expert. I basically am a third party that responds to a bunch of, you know, Fortune 500 companies, customer service baseline. So if you are ever shopping with a company and you go on to their chat because you need some direct help or you email contact us and you email them I need you know to skip my subscription or I want to cancel or something I ordered was damaged what do I do or I'm having trouble printing my return label those are all questions that we actually get on behalf of the company each company kind of gives us a brief training on how they want our tone to be and We use macros, which are just basically pre-typed up responses to the customer services. And that's basically what I do. I'm basically your customer service rep behind the scenes for each company. The ad junkies is my new current position. I'm 
finishing the training this week with them. And I am the new advertising coordinator or one of them. They ended up hiring four of us, which was really awesome. They originally were only going to hire two. They were just mind blown by the applications that they ended up deciding to just go with four. So that was pretty cool. For the advertising coordinator position, I am essentially, again, not necessarily a third party in this situation, but a liaison between a designer and an actual client who's needing advertising in a printed magazine. And so I talk to the clients who are business owners and basically get information from them. Like, are they having any new promotions? What do they want to emphasize in their company? Is there anything that they want to change with their current ad if they already had one running? And basically use that information, do a little bit of investigation on my own through like their colors or their tone or what their main focus is with the company, communicate that to the design in the design lingo. And then essentially we get back an ad for print. I review it to make sure that it meets our quality of the standards based on the ad junkies requirements. And then if I think it's good enough, I send it to the business owner. They look over it. If they're happy with it, we send it to print. And if they're not, then we kind of go back to the beginning, but using that as our baseline. And I haven't actually physically started the job itself. I'm still in training, but I am super excited just based on finishing that first week of training and having an idea of what my job role is going to be. I do love both jobs. Simpler Flex, because it's a customer service job, it does provide some challenges for me because I'm more of an empath. So I do absorb, especially when they're, you know, sometimes you reach out to customer service when you're not having a good experience and some people don't handle anger very well and they take it out on us, even though I'm not supposed to take it personally because I'm an empath. I kind of just absorb that energy. So I can't do the job like some people in the company that do it six hours of the day because they are completely like shielded to any of the feedback. But me, I feel I empathize with all the customers. And sometimes I just was like, okay, you didn't need to say that to me, sir. But, you know, in my mind, I just can't handle when it's just a day of really just a lot of people yelling at me. So that's the only drawback to Simpler Flex. But other than that, it's an amazing job. It is part-time for me with the potential to really do it on a full-time basis. There are people that have made like $100,000 working Simpler Flex, but they're working like six hours every day and you get paid by the ticket. So the more faster you become, there's all kinds of things that you can improve. They have a beautiful community. Uh, we have a Facebook group to support us just as the experts. They have expert experts that are there to support us when we are not really sure how to answer stuff. And so the job in itself is awesome. Glassdoor has rated it one of the top 10 places to work in the United States, I guess. And it does show based on, I get emails from the CEO, personal ones, like you can tell they're not pre-formatted. He'll just see that I haven't been logging in recently. How is everything going? Are you okay? I have seen that you haven't been really active. Is there anything we can do to help make you more comfortable? They're always having trainings with the different companies and they're always onboarding new companies, which just goes to show that their company is growing. For the ad junkies, I haven't technically started, but I'm in love with the training 
it is a group training. So I am training with the other three or four girls that they hired and training directly with the CEO, Seth Price, who started at the adjunct key. So that in itself is super awesome that you're getting trained by the actual like owner that started and founded the company. And his passion shows in these training videos, that Zoom videos that we're doing. It is completely amazing. His passion, his wealth of knowledge, and just continuing to tell us how supportive he's going to be and how they really, really love working with the military community and that they make sure that their clients know that when they're signing up with the ad junkies, that they're also supporting us, which makes it just really awesome. It is part-time. He did let us know that in the future, as we become proficient in the roles, there is possible potential to take on more accounts to actually make it more of a full-time job, but it is part-time as of now. And they're both Okonis friendly, which is perfect for me because I live in Okinawa, Japan, and I'm super happy. I'm super blessed to have both of them. What I enjoy most about both jobs, starting with Simpler Flex, is the ability for Simpler Flex, it's the ability to provide the customer service that I always want. To know that I can actually be the person that when people are coming to me, you know, sometimes it's just a really bad day when you're super excited about something and it comes and it's messed up or somebody stole it, you know, before you even got it. It's you want somebody to empathize with you. And I have the ability to do that. I have the ability to give you awesome customer service and not give you like lame responses like, well, look at your own account. It allows me to go beyond, above and beyond the expectation of just giving you a simple pre-formatted answer and really be like, well, I looked into your account. Here's where it is. Here's a direct link for your convenience. And it just makes me feel good that if I was in their situation, how can I make their day a little bit better? And it does make me feel really good about myself. For the new role that I have with the ad junkies, since I haven't actually started the role, I through the training, I can see that the potential of loving the fact that by creating these awesome ads with the designer, I in turn will be helping basically business owners to become successful. I mean, they basically are entrepreneurs. And by me helping them, I'm helping the small business owners that are advertising in these magazines and in turn helping the communities. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur myself. I own my own business. And to know that there's people out there that would work that hard to make sure that you have the ad to make sure your business stands out in a magazine full of other ads is just so rewarding. And to know that I'm going to be part of this cycle is uh, really exciting. And I, for my future roles with the ad junkies, and what I'm really excited about is that I am actually pursuing a career in IT, specifically in graphic designing. And so although I'm not directly designing with this role with the ad junkies, it does give me that connection of how it's going to work on a back end with the information that the designers get, how they take it, and then start looking at these ads that they're producing, how they're using fonts and colors, and how they're using the information to create something beautiful for each business. 
And for me, I'm a visual learner. So it, even though I won't be necessarily learning from the designers on how to design, by just even being able to review what I get back from the designers in for me is enough to be able to learn a little bit from. So I'm just taking it as a foot in the door to open myself up into what I really want to do. I actually originally looked for virtual work for a year and a half. So I started before when I knew I was coming to Japan because in my mind, I came from Hawaii to Japan with PCS from Oahu. And I already anticipated coming from one island to another island. I knew that jobs were going to be super limited. Being in a foreign country, I had no idea what to expect because it was my first overseas duty station with my husband. And so I was like, you know, I don't speak Japanese. Is that going to be a problem? Do I have to speak Japanese? I am in trouble. I am not going to be able to find a job. And how am I going to make this work? Because although we can survive on a single income, it's tight. It's not a comfortable like feeling. So we do have to have at least two semi incomes coming in. And I was looking for a year and a half. And then it wasn't until I took that job fair, you know, people were like, why are you going to the job fair? I was just like, just, I don't care. I'm lonely. I want to meet people. This was pre COVID, like literally the fall before it really kicked and became apparent throughout the world. And it did. I met the people in the round table because they force you to like mingle with the people at the table that you're at. You have to do like icebreakers with them to get to know each other and like team building things. But it opened me up to so many things. I super, super encourage people to go to these, especially hiring our heroes job fairs, because they are a wealth of stuff and they matched me with Vertforce. And through that connection, I joined the Facebook group. I started to see these job postings. Hey, you know, this is a hot job. We just got it. Here's the basic information. If you guys are interested, log into your dashboard, send a request to get more information. And then there's just the resources, how to make your LinkedIn profile better. You know, the YouTube channels, the the videos that you guys put together. And I took everything for what it was worth. I knew that it was going to be a little bit harder to get a job here because the job market was just so competitive. And literally from when I met Vertforce to when I got the first job, it was about six months. So even then it was still a little bit of time, but once I got in, it was like, awesome. And then it was about another year before I got the second job. And that was applying to several positions that I thought I was a really good fit for. And they didn't work out, but here I am with a new job that seems to be super awesome and meant for me. So kudos to me. If you're still looking for a job, my advice is don't give up. That job is out there waiting for you. You just have to keep applying to find it. I mean, don't take rejection personally. And I know that's really easier said than done when you've applied, 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 and you keep getting the same response thank you for your application. We just had a bunch of, you know, really qualified candidates. And we felt that there were other people that were a little bit better fitted or more qualified than you. Use it as an opportunity to grow yourself and to improve. I mean, I basically started watching some of the Forces videos. I really started looking at people's posts to the Facebook group. People were giving 
feedback. Some people really what I did for the simpler flex job is that I looked through the feeds of people that had already hashtag hired themselves with simpler flex and individually reached out to them to help them give me tips on what they did during the interview, during the preliminary process. Is there any tips that you want to give me? You know, I passed this part. I'm waiting for this part. Is there anything that you would recommend I like look up or try or whatever? And those literally those tips that these people were nice enough to take a small five, 10 minutes out of their time to type a quick response through Facebook Messenger helped me with, you know, and I, I have to believe that if I don't want to say if they had never reached out to, or if I had never reached out to them, I might not have gotten the job, but it definitely helped me. And with the ad junkies, there's a lot of stuff that I researched, like what to do to prepare for an interview, especially when you're doing it through Zoom because of COVID, we lose that interpersonality. Like if you're like, well, I'll win them with my personality. And it's kind of hard to communicate that through Zoom or even an audio, like a phone call interview. So what can you do to better prepare yourself to do other things to make you stand out? And so I did a lot of research and those things are things that you just kind of take with you. Be prepared, you know, always be prepared for the interview, whether you get it or not. And if you don't get it, try to see if they can give you an answer why or start going back and looking through your resume and trying to see how can you fix it. These resume boot camps that they have, we have them on base all the time too. And I know Vertforce offers them through the online platform. There's just so many resources and just never giving up. I know it's super hard, but it takes time, unfortunately. And there are those people with the exceptions that they just get hired right away. They don't look for like a month, but each his own. You're on your own journey and just don't give up. Don't be hard on yourself. Know that you're not alone. We're all in the same boat. And if you know you ever really need the support, then I truly recommend just following Vertforce, even through social media, because they're so supportive and it's really great. From an entrepreneurial standpoint, my advice to you is I myself am a small business owner. I own a stand-up paddleboard fitness company here in Okinawa that I brought with me from Oahu, where we were last stationed. And it's called Fat Mermaids, P-H-A-T, not F-A-T. And if you're in my position where the business isn't doing good, whether it's because of COVID or it's just not a good suit in an environment because we're moving, we don't get to choose where we move to, don't take you having to get a job a regular job, a part-time job, maybe two part-time jobs to get through, to make ends meet, to pay your bills as a failure in your own business. I do not take me having these two part-time jobs to just make my life work personally, financially as a failure to fat mermaids. It means, in my opinion, that you are willing to do whatever it takes to make your business succeed. And if it means having to get a few other jobs just to keep your business alive, then you're doing more than most people would. And Vertforce has helped me do that. It's helped me keep basically Fat Mermaids alive. And I really am passionate about my business, but I know that I had to choose, like, do I let it go and just kind of walk away or do I do what I need to do to make it 
something that can carry on, even if it's just kind of on a low profile. So don't give up, keep applying, don't take rejection personally. It doesn't mean that you're never going to find a job or that you're not worthy of it. And if you're a business owner and business isn't doing good and you got to take a part-time job, you are not a failure. A note for Anna Connie. Anna Connie, I love the mission of Fat Mermaids. We could all use more patience, health, and tranquility in our lives. I can hear the passion you have for your business. I feel that same passion when it comes to helping military spouses like you and me find sustainable remote work that can follow them from Hawaii to Japan, girl. Congratulations on finding not one but two opportunities that can contribute to your household during these super uncertain times. I wish you all the best with your new remote career and your business. All right, Vert Force, that is it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate our podcast, and leave us a review. We really love hearing from you. If you need to find the show notes, which include all of the resources we discussed in this episode, you can find those at vertforce.us. Guys, I'm serious when I say we want to hear from you. If you have an idea for an episode or a question, email us at support at vertforce.us. As a reminder, all content associated with the Vertforce podcast is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC. All right, catch you next week.